Welcome to the KayaCast, the podcast for cannabis businesses looking to launch, grow, and scale their operations. Each week, we bring you interviews with industry experts and successful retailers, plus practical tips and strategies to help you succeed in the fast-growing cannabis industry. Your manager is one of your most important hires, especially if it's your first store. Here are six things to consider before hiring your next manager. Number one, nepotism is the death of business. It truly is. Just because you trust your cousin, your best friend, your family friend, your childhood friend, does not necessarily mean that they are the best person for the role. The manager role is integral to retail operations. They are responsible for employee management, hiring, training, retaining key employees, coaching young sales associates to become sales professionals, as well as ensuring that you have a high-functioning sales team. They also work with you to increase sales and retain customers. Very important role. I had a customer one time tell me that he was looking to hire his friend who just so happens to work as a mailman to be his inventory manager. Zero sales experience, zero team management experience, and zero ambition to work in retail. So I asked him, would you consider this person if he wasn't your friend? If the only reason why you're considering somebody is your personal relationship with them, just move on. You need to move on. Trust and friendship means nothing when they can't do the job and you're about to lose your entire life savings. If you're looking to hire a family member, I highly suggest that you put them through the exact same hiring process as you would everybody else. Talk to as many people as possible and hire the best person for the job. Okay, number two, do you have a candidate profile? What are the skill sets that you're looking to add onto your business? And what are the skill sets that this person must have? If you're unclear with the skill sets that you're looking for, you're going to get unclear results. So what are some examples of skill sets? A people builder, somebody that can hire, train, retain key employees, as well as a mentor to your young sales associates, helping them become sales professionals in their careers. A performance manager, somebody that can create a high-functioning sales team, an environment where your people will come in motivated to talk to customers and sell, as well as data-driven, somebody that's just passionate about the data and able to leverage data to push your business to where it needs to go. So get clear on the roles and the responsibilities of your manager, the skill sets that this person should have, so you know who it is that you're looking for. Number three, actively recruit. I was in New York last year, and I was 30 minutes early for a client meeting. Around me, there was just so many retail shops. So I thought, hey, what an opportunity for me to assess the talent in this area. I went into a local champs, and I was immediately greeted by a helpful sales associate. I was looking for a pair of shoes for my brother. So I went up to the manager and here's a pro tip. This works 100% of the time. So I asked him, hey, I, I'm starting a retail store and I'm completely new to retail. I have no idea what I'm doing. Can I ask you a few questions? you mind? You have five minutes? And he responded with, yes, of course. How can I help you? So we started talking. So we talk about his hiring philosophy, who he looks for in a sales associate his interview process, what he asked for, and what are the things that he's trying to draw out, his ideal candidate profile, as well as how he coaches and mentors his team. The conversation led to performance management. How does he ensure that the team is motivated and knowledgeable and ready to sell? 
And he mentioned that head office does not give the managers any budget for prizes. That the managers, the managers themselves, they pool their own money to set up prizes for the sales associates. I, I was mind blown by how passionate he was in ensuring that his team is successful, as well as how knowledgeable he was in retail environments. It was clear to me that this was the profession that he was passionate about. So I asked him, "Hey, have you ever thought working for the cannabis industry? It's a it's a young industry. It's growing, and you can grow with it." He said, "Yes, of course. That sounds so interesting." So I got his number, and I gave him to my client. We have such a huge opportunity to walk into a retail establishment, learn, learn as much as possible, and talk to young. Passionate sales associates and managers who want to grow in this industry, the people that do it have a huge competitive advantage to those that don't. Number four, establish a hiring framework. Did you know that you are five times more likely to make a bad hire without a structured hiring process? Five times. So, what is a structured hiring process? Well, here's an example of what we use: creating a scorecard candidate profile. What are the skill sets that we're looking for for the position that we're hiring? Standardizing interview questions. This ensures that we can objectively compare candidates side by side. Always having two interviewers, which reduces the personal bias that one may have. Having the two interviewers independently rank the candidate against the candidate scorecard, and reconciling the differences between the two interviewers side by side. This is just an example of what we do in our hiring process. If you want something more in depth, check out the book "Who" by Jeff Smart. Jeff gives an in-depth overview of what a hiring process should look like. But always remember, when incorporating best practices, to make it your own and align it with the position that you're hiring for, as well as the resources you have internally. Number five: conduct references. Now, this is part of a hiring process, but it's so important. It deserves its own number. Not too long ago, we were hiring a marketing manager, a very, very important role in our organization. Somebody who's working directly underneath our VP of marketing. So we interview a candidate. The interview went well, but always we always conduct independent references to verify the accomplishments that the candidate said they had. So I go online on LinkedIn. I find the CEO of the previous company that the candidate worked for. And I message him, "Hey, we're considering this candidate for a marketing manager position. It's a very important position in our organization. Do you have five minutes to chat? Don't worry. Whatever we talk about is strictly confidential. It will remain between me and you." Five minutes later, the CEO messages me back, "Here's my number. Give me a call. You'll be surprised at how much other people want to help you. I rarely get turned down when I'm reaching out like this." So, I give him a call and we talk. The old CEO said that. The、uh, the first six months things went really well. The candidate developed a newsletter and grew that newsletter to six hundred, seven hundred subscribers. Things went sour quickly when they had disagreements in the direction of the business. Unfortunately, when things went sour, things went sour. The candidate registered the company's name under his personal email, and the company did so much marketing, branding, etc. That they decided, hey, we're gonna give you fifty thousand dollars. Or the name, and you're gonna go your merry way. I wish that this was the end of the story. It's not. The candidate proceeded to take the subscriber list with him that he developed for the company, as well as he tried to poach a key employee to the company he was going to. 
five minutes. All it took was five minutes and a quick conversation, and I saved a world of hurt. It would have set us back a few years. References is by far the most important part of the hiring process. It may be the best five minutes that you'll ever spend. Number six, learn from your candidates. So you've created a scorecard, identified the areas in your business that your manager is responsible for, as well as the skill sets that this person should have. After spending considerable time with this person, have you learned to be a better operator? What skill sets has this person shown that has made you a better operator in your business? So if you're assessing bringing somebody on board, make sure that this person possesses the skill set and the ability to teach you how to be a better operator. All right, six things to consider before hiring your manager. One, nepotism never works. Make sure that the person that you're hiring is the best person that you can find for the role. To be clear with the skill sets that you're looking for. If you're unclear with what you're looking for, you'll get unclear results. Three, actively recruit. It truly is a competitive advantage. Four, establish a hiring framework. You are five times more likely to make a bad hire without a structured hiring process. Five, perform reference checks. It is probably the best five minutes that you'll ever spend. And number six, learn from your candidates. You are in the season of learning and the person that you're hiring is an expert and should make you a better retail operator. So if you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button. It helps our channel tremendously. And if you want more content like this, enter it a comment below. Let us know. And until next video, take care. Thanks for listening to the KayaCast podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcast app or visit our website to learn more about our guests and to access the full archive of episodes from the show. Join us next time as we continue to explore the world of cannabis and help you grow, launch, and scale your business.